More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Today on More to Life, all stressed up and no place to go. Are you struggling with stress, worry, or anxiety? We're going to help you find peace. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. Everyone says they want to have a great marriage and family and personal life. Well, the theology of the body reveals how you can actually achieve it. More to life. The happiest couples know how to say I do to each other every moment of every day. Surprising. Relevant. Hopeful. Angela, let's not just settle for stopping your son's behavior. Exactly. Let's talk about the kind of young man you want to raise. Practical, theology of the body-based answers for every part of your life. God's original blueprint didn't include depression and anxiety. Yeah, that's a human invention. God wants to set you free. Let's talk about making that happen. The life you were meant to live through the theology of the body. More to life. Good morning, everyone. You're listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. I'm Lisa Popchak. And we wanted to say thank you to all the good folks at EWTN, especially Jim and Joy, uh, for have, hosting us down yesterday. We uh, were at e- uh, EWTN HQ in Birmingham, Alabama, taping two episodes of At Home with Jim and Joy. We are talking specifically about uh, having a better relationship with adult kids, especially over the holidays, and those shows are going to be airing on Wednesday and Thursday. So check your listings and tune in to Lisa and my appearance on Jim and Joy. It was such, it was truly such a joy to be with them. They're just such a wonderful couple and such wonderful hosts. We got to see our also wonderful Tom Price from EWTN Radio. We love getting to spend some time with him, and the whole thing was just a wonderful experience to connect with all of them right before the Christmas holidays and really talk about what is so very easy to trip over and and become problematic during the holiday season, which is we see our adult children or we see our parents and we can really end up struggling with how do we have these conversations that we don't normally have to? We have to have them over Christmas, should we? So that's what we were talking about with Jim and Joy, and we did it as a two-part, so please yeah, join in. us this week on At Home with Jim and Joy on EWTN-TV. But we can, uh, you can join us right now, live here on More to Life. We are talking about stress, worry, and anxiety today. And one of the things, of course, you might be stressed, worried, or anxious about is mm-hmm. uh, getting together with those family members, uh, especially those adult kids. So if that's on your mind, give us a call. Of course, anything that's causing you to feel stressed, worried, or anxious, we are here to help you find peace. So let's talk it out t- today at 877 Seven eight two five. Again, that number is eight seven seven five seven three seven eight two five. Are you feeling stressed out about something, anything? You're worried about the challenge you might be facing. You're anxious about a problem in your life or your relationships, whether it's related to this holiday season or it's a constant undercurrent in your life. Let us help. Uh, let us help you calm your nerves and reclaim your peace. You know, we hear so much about peace during the holiday season, but sometimes it can be a little elusive because of all the stuff that we have to deal with and all the people we have to deal with and all the extra we have to deal with. 
and it makes us feel anything but in line with that that sentiment. But it can be that way day to day, can't it? Where we're just feeling that level of stress, where we find ourselves more ourselves more worried than we'd like to be about different things, feeling anxious about different things. And while it is part of the fallen human condition, it's really not what God wants for us. He wants us to know his peace, his love, his joy. Well, how do you do that in the midst of this crazy fallen world? Well, let's talk about it for your situation today. Give us a call on More to Life at 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. And I'll say this is also the case if you're dealing with somebody in your life who you know is anxious about things and you're thinking, well, how in the world do I help them through that? We're there for you, whether it's you or someone you care about. 877-573-7825. The show again is titled All Stressed Up and No Place to Go. Whether you're all stressed up for the holidays or just all stressed up in general, we're here for you. We want to help you identify those things you can do to have a more peaceful life. 877-573-7825. Every day on More to Life, we take a look at the topic of the day through the lens of St. John Paul's Theology of the Body. And if you're not aware of what that is, uh, St. Uh, Saint John Paul, when he was Pope, gave a series of reflections over the course of about five years where he shared how, as we prayerfully reflect on God's creation and his design and creation, we can discover a lot about God's plan for living a more abundant life and having healthier, holier relationships. The theology of the body reminds us of the importance of living in a state of receptivity rather than reactivity. Receptivity is the state of mind that allows us to stay connected to God, stay in touch with our resources, and be our best selves, even in those stressful times. By contrast, reactivity is the state we fall into when we allow ourselves to be so caught up in our problems that we lose our connection to God, fail to reach out to others, forget to gather our resources and neglect to make a plan when we're living in a state of reactivity we can't learn from our mistakes or make use of any resources we end up working really hard but just kind of digging our hole even deeper well on the other hand receptivity is something we can learn and practice by becoming more aware of of how our bodies react to the people and situations around us and make making sure that rather than focusing all our energy on getting control of the situation or the people that we feel are plaguing us, we need to focus inward, working to take down our emotional temperature, reconnect with God and our resources, and identify how our best self might respond to that situation. You know, St. Francis de Sales was referring to receptivity when he wrote, quote, never be in a hurry. Do everything quietly and in a calm spirit. Do not lose your inner peace for anything, even if your whole world seems upset. Well, those are beautiful words, but easier said than done, right? But receptivity doesn't mean pretending to be blissed out all the time while my life is burning down around me. It means recognizing that things are on fire 
running around like a chicken with my head cut off isn't going to help anything. So I need to make a plan, a prayerful plan, asking God for help to thoughtfully and intentionally gather the resources and support I need to effectively respond to the fire. You know, the more we can practice cultivating receptivity as we go through the day, the more we can learn to manage stress gracefully, no matter what's happening to us or around us, instead of just powering through. So let's talk about how to do that today on More to Life. The number is 877-573-7825. We're talking about dealing with stress, worry, and anxiety on our show titled All Stressed Up and No Place to Go. 877-573-7825. If you're stressed, worried, or anxious, give us a call. Let us help you find the tools you need to increase your peace. 877 573-7825. Of course, if you are listening via podcast, you can also send your questions to us via email at questions at moretoliferadio.com. That's with the number two, questions at moretoliferadio.com. All right, let's take our concerns to the Lord, and we'll start taking your calls. In the name of the the Father, Father, the Son, and the the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, we are so stressed out about so many things whether it's getting ready for this Christmas season or just life in general, we often react to the stressors in our lives rather than responding to them. And so we ask you now, Lord, for the grace that we need to take that pause before we respond to things that are upsetting us or stressing us or worrying us out, stressing us out or worrying us. We ask you to help us take that pause and connect with your grace, make a plan, gather our resources and support, and find how to respond in ways that enable us to be our best selves. Help us to hold on to your peace, even in the middle of the chaos, so that we can cooperate with your grace and make sure that your will is done, even in difficult times. We ask all of this through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary, and in the name of the, the Father, Father, the, the Son, Son, and the, the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Pope St. John Paul the Great. Pray for us. Today on More to Life, the show is titled All Stressed Up and No Place to Go as we talk about struggling with stress, worry, or anxiety and how to find peace even in the middle of all the chaos. Let's talk it out together and help you increase your peace today. 877-573-7825. Let's talk now with Marie, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Ohio on St. Gabriel Radio. Hi, Marie. Welcome to More to Life. What's going on? Hi, I think I've always been kind of an anxious person, and then more recently it's sort of evolving into depression, and as I am a stay-at-home mom with three kids, five and under, Mm -hmm. I'm trying to prioritize myself a little bit more for the sake of my family to not be, you know, so anxious and negative, which always goes on to my kids. But what I've been finding the last few weeks as I've been trying to do this is I feel like it's just going to my husband. I'm just, it's just that stress and anxiety is still in the home, but my husband is now kind of picking up that burden as I am trying to take care of myself. In what way, Marie, when you say he's picking up the burden of the stress and anxiety, how is that playing out with him? I know that I need more sleep. Our youngest is nine months old and still not sleeping through the night. So one of the things I'm trying really hard to do is to get myself a little bit more sleep. And that just means he's getting less sleep. 
if I need a break away from the kids because they're driving me nuts because they're, you know, not beautiful and perfect all the time, (laughs) then (laughs) he's the one who has to sort of, he's the one who has to pick up the slack and, you know, deal with them when I need to take a break. And what's stressing you out exactly? I mean, there are lots of things it could be. So, like, what, 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 when you say that you're you're stressed and you're anxious, like, what, what are you? What specifically are you stressing out about? Um, I think I've always had an anxious personality. Like, the more I learn about anxiety and go through counseling and stuff, I think that's just sort of a base layer of who I am. But specifically, it's the child rearing and trying to navigate everything that you know. Housewife. Well, I mean, I assume I assume that, but like, what what about it? stresses you out exactly um my kids fighting is a very specific one my five-year-old and two-year-old i feel like i can't mm-hmm. leave them alone at all without them just going after each other um that's probably one of the biggest ones right now and then um, and when you okay so yeah, when you say that let me let me just because i want to all right all right so so let's look at that so you you say you know i've got a five and a two-year-old who i can't leave alone without them fighting what, what does that mean to you like, when you think about that, what does that mean to you, either about them or about you as a mom? Oh, like, at the deeper level. Um, yeah, when you think about that, what is that, like, what's, what's, what I guess, what stresses you out about the fact that they, that, that they fight like that and, you, you know, you can't leave them alone? Because what I, what, I, what I think, what I th- well, go ahead, you, you, you swing at that first. Sure. No, I think it, it doesn't too much feel like a reflection on me as a bad mom. I'm not receiving it too much as that way. But I am looking at it like, they have to be friends. They have to grow up together and be good friends. I do not have a relationship with my brother at all. And my mom always told me, you'll grow out of it. You'll grow out of it. You'll be friends one day. And it didn't happen. When I look at them, I think I'm really nervous that they're not going to do that either. All right, there we go. So thank thank you for being willing to kind of sit with that. So, So here's the thing. I mean, you're right. It doesn't happen. They have to be taught. Uh, and also, um, no five and two year old can be left alone. Uh, yes, thank you. I wanted to jump in and yeah, say that that the, is absolutely a safety issue. You, you've got you've got a lot of sort of um, um, expectations that I think are stressing you out. So, for example, you said you know my 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 youngest is nine months old and still not sleeping through the night. There isn't a single nine month old that sleeps through the night anywhere. In fact, they're um, programmed not to for survival instincts. So yeah, I'm not you, saying that's easy. I'm not no, saying it's that's horribly good. hard. But I, when but we it, put expectations on ourselves that everything's supposed to be such and such or better than it is, that definitely increases our sense of anxiety and lack of self-worth and it, it really messes with our brains. I think also, you know, this the, the, the bit about, you know, you don't want to burden your husband. I mean, that's what he's there for. I mean, you know, he, he's there to help pick up the slack. He's there to, to, to help you get the sleep that you need, you know. In, he's in, their dad. Yeah, you know, so so again, that expectation that I'm supposed to do it all by myself. So here, you know, here, here you know, just, just in the, you know, what, two minutes that we were talking, I, I picked up, you know, three different expectations that you're setting yourself up for anxiety. You know, I should, ha- I should be able to do this all by myself without my husband having to help me my you know my, my five and my two-year-old are broken because they fight and i can't leave them alone my nine-month-old is broken because he doesn't sleep through the night i'm not picking on you i'm saying like these no, are the I'm, things that are going through your head that are tormenting you and causing you anxiety and my my maternal heart i just wish i could come over and cook you a meal and tidy your house and sit with you and have a cup of tea and tell you that this is a universal experience and it's all going to be okay as long as you just realize that what you're going through is normal and you should instead of be tearing yourself down 
You should be congratulating yourself for every single thing you do for the kids and every single day you get through right now. So I, I want, instead of making yourself feel guilty that you need your husband to help you, I want you to thank God for having a husband who's willing to help you and, and who's willing to be the dad that he's called to be and really lean on him. You know, he, he's clearly willing to do that. And, and I want you to be more honest and more vulnerable with him about what you need to, to feel okay. Um, secondly, you know, the, the, your, the, your mom was wrong, obviously, whenever, whenever she told you, oh, you and your brother will grow out of it. Um, as parents, we need to teach our kids how to get along. You know, so and the good news is, I mean, you know, they're, they're at five and two. They don't have a, they don't have a lot of self control. They don't have a lot of ability to to redirect. But they are young enough to learn how to get along. You know, over time, and you're going to teach them how to do that. Um, so, for instance, you know, you you can actually uh, sit down, for example, with the, with the five year old and 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 rehearse. You know, how to respond differently to things, uh, or when those if those responses don't work when to come and get you so that they, they have some help. I would say, though, um, any parents, not just you, any parents who think that a five- and a two-year-old can get along with each other by themselves when they're left alone is setting themselves up for a disaster. So you need to make sure that they come with you when you do things and, and invite them to help out. So, for example, if you're dusting, Give them a little, you know, dust cloth and help them and let them walk around behind you and quote unquote help. I mean, they won't be concentrating the entire time on the task. That's okay. That's not the point. The point is that they're with you and you're giving them something to do to be with you. When you're, when you're folding socks, you know, give them a, say, say, can you find the blue sock, you know, to match this one? Can you find, and, and, and keep them with you as much as possible because you know, if you, if you leave the room, what, what happens is that, you know, you're trying to go do the thing while the kids get along and play with each other, and then they start screaming and, 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 you know, caterwauling, and then you're interrupted, and you run back in there to fix that, and then you have to come back in the middle of the thing, and you're, you're just at sixes and sevens all day because you can't focus on a single thing. But if you're able to keep them with you more and do the things with them and, and give them little ways to play at doing the things that you're doing, whether that's, you know, you give them fake food, to kind of, you know, plastic food to kind of cut up and make the meal while you're making the meal, you know, the more you keep them with you throughout the day, you're able to supervise that and stay on task at the same time. Keeping the baby in a sling around you so that the nine-month-old is protected and you've got both your hands free to take care of the two, you know, the toddlers who are, you know, really just getting in on each other's nerves because they want more time with you. Time with you doesn't always have to be, okay, we're going to stop everything and play or go to a park or go to whatever. It has to be just coming alongside and doing things together that need to be done and taking those breaks, maybe, you know, 15 minutes every hour to say, okay, we're going to do this thing now, but then we're going to have reading time or we're going to do that thing and then we're going to work on a little art project giving yourself a time to bounce back and forth so you know you're covering your bases. By, by the way, this is a very Montessori approach, but you know, it, that uh, you know, because that that's what Montessori education is all about, giving kids ways to do grown-up things in ways that are safe for them. Parents pay thousands of dollars for that, <laughs> and you can do it for free at home all day and it's going to decrease your stress level. But here's here's here I mean, so I want you to start with those things. Number 1, n- really giving yourself the permission to be vulnerable and to need help from your husband who's Happy to give it to you. Celebrate that. Praise God for it. And if he is a little reluctant, that's okay. Because when he gets to spend time with his children, he's developing his own personal relationship with them. 
And he's realizing that it's not the easiest job in the world, so he'll have more respect for what you do do. The most important thing a husband can do is take as good care of his wife as she is of the littles, okay? That's 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 how families work. Um, I want, Maria, I I want you to run with these suggestions, but I also want to give you uh, additional support. Um, Over at CatholicHOM.com, or you can download the Catholic HOM app, it's a community of families just like you, moms just like you, who are trying their best to lead loving, faithful Catholic homes and who just need some support, encouragement, resources. Our whole team of pastoral counselors is on there every day answering questions from folks. Um, We've got tons of downloadables, podcasts, all kinds of things to help you be a more confident, uh, effective mom and raise those littles to be godly grown-ups. So check it out. Go to CatholicHOM.com or download the Catholic HOM app. It stands for Households on Mission. Uh, And um, the first month is free, so check it out. No risk at all, but I think that you'll love it, and I think that you'll want to stay with us and be part of the Catholic Home community. So again, that's CatholicHOM.com or the Catholic HOM app. Marie, thank you so much for the call. If there's more we can do to support you, don't hesitate to reach out to us here or at Catholic HOM. All right, we've got to go to break. When we come back, we're continuing to take your calls about finding peace in this stressful season. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. If you're stressed, worried, or anxious about anything, we'll help you find your peace. Stick around. More to Life is coming up with more of your calls in a minute. This program is brought to you by the following nonprofit underwriter. Finding health care for yourself and your family can be isolating and confusing. That's why the Catholic Health Alternative, CMF Curo, is offering Christ-centered health sharing for individuals and families, along with new wellness services to help heal and restore your whole person, spirit, mind, and body. Visit cmfcuro.com to find out more. That's cmfcuro.com, where you can experience Christ's healing love in your health and wellness. Hi, I'm Al Cresta. Do you remember writing your Christmas wish list as a child? In developing countries like Haiti and Guatemala, children don't make Christmas lists, and they don't expect Christmas gifts. All their parents earn must go to food, shelter, and water. Can you picture the joy of surprising a child with their first Christmas gift? Send them a box of joy at boxofjoy.org. A rosary and the story of Jesus is included in every box of joy. Give today at boxofjoy.org. He was a pope, a saint and a doctor of the church. Matthew Bunsen and the Doctors of the Church. Pope St. Gregory I the Great is one of only four popes honored as the Great. Among his many achievements was sending missionaries across Northern Europe, especially St. Augustine of Canterbury, who brought Christ to the people of England. In a pun, Pope Gregory called the English people angels. He died in 604. For more about the Doctors of the Church, visit doctorsofthechurch.com. This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for over 15 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent nearly $2 million to thousands of pro-life charities. 4G LTE coverage is available nationwide, and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. A video introduction is available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile, everyday living, effortless giving. CharityMobile.com. Thank you for joining us today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and today's show is titled All Stressed Up and No Place to Go. Are you struggling with something that's causing you to feel stressed, worried, or anxious, either because of this time of year or just in general? We want to help you find your peace. Give us a call. The number is 877 
877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. You know, our conversation with Marie in the last, our caller Marie in the last uh, segment, reminded us about the importance of managing expectations as part of decreasing our stress, worry, or anxiety. Our own expectations, you know, or the expectations that are in our minds that we think everybody else on the planet has for us. One of those expectations, especially at this time of year, that stresses a lot of people that I talk to you about um, is the idea that, you know, they, they, they're stressed because they don't feel what they should feel during this time of year. You know, there's this sense that I should be just overflowing with joy at the Christmas season. Whether that's that's overflowing with spiritual joy because you know you should be tapping into the the joy of the incarnation or you should be merry because everybody's merry Christmas like it's a command. You know what life is real and and we have all different feelings during any given day. It doesn't matter what the label is on the day. No, and, and whether you're feeling sad or, or anxious or frustrated or, or whatever you're feeling. Overwhelmed. We, we don't celebrate Christmas as Christians by pretending to be happier than we are. We celebrate Christmas as Christians by allowing Christ to be born into whatever we're experiencing. You know, so if you're struggling to be joyful, if you're feeling stressed or you're feeling sad or angry or scared or anything, the best way to celebrate Christmas is not to pretend that you feel differently than you do, but to invite Christ into the experience that you're having, to ask God to be present to you in your sadness, to ask God to be present to you in your stress, to ask God to be present to you in your anger or your frustration or the resentment or whatever it is that you're feeling and ask him to teach you how to respond to those things that are causing those feelings to those feelings yourself uh, themselves and so that you can draw closer to him in that whatever your experience is you know christmas is the time where we celebrate where the word became flesh where god became incarnate into our human experience so that we could feel his love through our senses whatever you're feeling this season or any day as you know marie as a mom is experiencing this you know 365 not just in this particular season the answer isn't to pretend to be something that you're not the answer is to allow christ to be part of it with you and to go through it with you and show you how to respond to it in a more graceful way And we're here to help you do that, too. So if you are all stressed up with no place to go today or every day, we are here to help you get the tools you need to increase your peace. The number is 877-573-7825. If you're feeling stressed out, worried about a challenge you're facing, anxious about a particular problem in your life or relationships, doesn't matter whether it's related to the holiday season or it's just a constant undercurrent in your life, we want to help you calm your nerves and reclaim your peace. Give us a call right now, 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Back in a minute. Catholic Connection with Teresa Tomio. The church isn't saying throw out the baby with the bathwater. Throw out all the media. Don't use the media. What the Pope is saying that make sure that what you are doing is enabling yourself and others to encounter Christ more deeply. And you can't do that unless you reach out. You have to reach out to God first. You have to encounter him in the Eucharist, in that personal relationship. And then you pray, you reflect, and then you go. 
In my book, Beyond Sunday, Becoming a 24-7 Catholic, I talk about the three M's of faith, meeting, mercy, and mission. You meet and encounter Christ. You enter into a personal relationship with him. He gives you mercy. And then what do you do? You just sit there and say, oh, thanks, Jesus. See you later. No, you go out on mission exactly as the woman at the well did. Catholic Connections, Teresa Tomio. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on EWTN Radio. Father Benedict Groeschel. I want to welcome you, if you're not familiar, with the wonderful world of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. What will America become if it makes it impossible for the Holy Spirit to work here because of untruth and self-indulgence and paganism? This is not just a nice discussion of the gifts of the Holy Spirit, because I'm going to discuss what happens when people make it impossible to be prudent, just, or honest, or brave, or courageous, or reverent. When people make that impossible, what a terrible thing they do not only to themselves, but to our society. EWTN. Live Truth. Live Catholic. Hi, I'm Lisa Popcheck. The key to being effective at handling conflict is keeping a close eye on our own emotional temperature. On a scale of 1 to 10, you never want to allow yourself to get over a 7, especially when you're in disagreement with someone. How do you know when you're getting too hot? One of the first behavioral signs that we are approaching a 7 on our emotional temperature scale is that we start to speak and act too quickly for our brain to keep up. We start to trip over our words. We make silly, avoidable mistakes like knocking over a glass that we're reaching for. When our emotional temperature gets too high, we lose track of details, which makes it harder to solve problems and often makes us do and say things that make problems even worse. To lower your stress temperature, one deceptively simple technique is to deliberately slow down. Speak a little more slowly than you want to. Or instead of thinking of all the things you have to do next, Focus your mind on what you're doing now. Consciously slowing down lets your thinking brain catch up with your feeling brain, which lets your whole brain work on resolving the conflict. To learn more, check out our book, Unworried, A Life Without Anxiety, or visit catholiccounselors.com. Welcome back to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. I'm Lisa Popchak. And today on More to Life, all stressed up and no place to go. If you're struggling with stress, worry, or anxiety, we want to help you find peace. Give us a call. The number is 877-573-7825. Whether you're feeling stressed out, worried about a challenge you're facing, anxious about a particular problem in your life or relationships, whether that's related to this holiday season or just a constant undercurrent in your life. We want to help you calm your nerves and reclaim your peace. That number is 
7825. And I have to say, this is a time of year to not push our concerns, our anxieties, and our stresses to the back burner. And we're always kind of thinking that's what we should be doing. You know, oh, we'll wait till after the holidays are over. I must just be feeling extra this way because of everything that we're doing right now. So I'll eat a little bit more because we're all supposed to be eating cookies and stuff over Christmas. I'll drink a little bit more because we're meeting with friends and family and getting together. And that is sometimes a part of it. And we use it, both the eating and the drinking and the other things that we're doing, to say, oh, I can just cut the edge off of the anxiety that I'm feeling, the stress that I'm feeling. But that is not inviting God's grace into the situation to be our best selves. And we'll actually probably have you hitting an emotional wall sometime during the holidays where you'll end up crying or yelling at somebody or just not feeling your best. So let's take a look at it today together on More to Life and give you some new skills to deal with it so that you can be your best self every day, including during the holidays. 877-573-7825 is the number to call to find the tools and the insights and support you need to increase your peace. Let us help you have a more peaceful season. 877-573. 7825. Before we go back to our questions, we want to send out congratulations to another member of the EWTN radio family. Catholic Community Radio in Baton Rouge in New Orleans is celebrating 14 years with us. Congratulations to Dave Dawson, everyone at Catholic Community Radio, from all of us here at EWTN. Also, we want to send out some congratulations to Armor of God Catholic Radio in Texas. They've added two new signals, KTON in Cameron, Texas, on 1330 AM and 93.9 FM Temple, Texas. <laughs> thanks to Tom and Anne Marie, uh, thank you, sorry, Tom and Anne Marie McNew and their whole team for all that they're doing to bring Catholic Radio to those areas. God bless you guys and all the good work you're doing and folks wherever you are tuning into ewtn make sure you support your local ewtn catholic radio station with your prayers and with your dollars because we want to keep catholic radio going strong and growing stronger for decades to come so that ewtn can continue to support you and those you love in living a more joyful and abundant life and right now we're supporting you by taking your calls about dealing with stress worry anxiety whether that's part of this holiday season or just a constant undercurrent that you're wrestling with in your life, we want to help you calm your nerves and reclaim your peace. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Well, Greg, we got an email from Sue, and she said, when my adult children were 27 30 and 32 come home from the holidays they weirdly seem to compete for my attention and approval and end up snarling at each other if they are getting along it's usually because they're jokingly she has in quotes ganging up on picking on me for things that happened when i was raising them it's nothing serious but silly things 
and it really gets on my nerves. Is there anything I can do to just get them to behave like pleasant guests, not obnoxious children? I enjoy each of them individually, but not so much as a group. All right. Well, Sue, is it? Sue, sure. yes. Thank you very much for the question, Sue. And thanks for tuning in to the More to Life podcast as well. So, you know, I mean, this is actually not an uncommon thing where, you know, as adult kids, we go back home uh, or our adult kids come back home uh, and they resort to being, you know. Little children. Yeah. I remember walking, like, right after we got married, we went to visit my mom. And I was an adult married woman i you know had my my career i had things going on and i walked into her kitchen and i suddenly felt like i was four again and it seems to be a fairly common thing where suddenly we go back into that old dynamic and even though they are 27 30 and 32 and have their own lives they still all want to vie for your attention it's just a very strange dynamic so what I would suggest is, is reaching out to them ahead of time. You know, the, the best the best offense is a good defense yep. in this case, you know. So you don't want to wait for this to happen. You know, I, I would reach out to them maybe individually ahead of time and say, hey, look, you know, I, I really want to have a good holiday with you guys. And, and, and sometimes this is what I've noticed. Um, and I want to make sure that you all feel like you're getting whatever you need from me and that we are taking care of each other. What's going to help you feel? like you're getting the best of me or you're getting what what you need from me uh, over this Christmas. And, and what can we do together to, to do a better job of taking care of each other when we're together than we usually do? And just, you know, have that conversation with each each one of them before they come. You know, number one, that makes everybody aware. Um, and, and number two, that gets their buy-in for uh, coming up with a plan that will make this visit go better than it usually does. Um the reason that those two things are so important, first of all, most of us aren't aware that we're getting sucked back into those sort of childhood roles. Weird patterns. <laughs> and so just talking about it ahead of time puts everybody on notice. If they get defensive at all, just say, no, you know, look, I'm not picking on you. I'm not saying that, that you know, there's, you're, I'm not judging you for it. I'm just saying I notice this pattern happens with all of us. I kind of use the royal we, you know. And and I I would like to just talk a little bit about how we can work together to have a better time, you know, for you and for me. Um, so, so being more mindful about it up front is a really good way to handle that. And then if you get their buy-in on trying to solve the problem, then they're invested in making that solution work as opposed to it all being up to you to figure it out and make it happen and, and try to sort of throw things at the wall and see what sticks. I will throw out another general suggestion. Um, people have a tendency to do better when they have a, 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 a task to focus yes. on. Yes. So whether that's baking cookies together or having a game to play together or some other activity that people can do, that your kids can do side by side with you, as opposed to just sort of sitting everybody in the room and then letting them resort to their childhood roles and fight it out, um, that, that would be a, a general good suggestion for making holidays go better. And that's not, not, that's not just for you, uh, Sue, but, but for really any of our listeners out there. You know, people do better when there's an activity to occupy them 
uh, and get them working side by side as opposed to just turning them loose on each other. So <laughs> if you've got some uh, you know, stressful relationship issues coming up over the holidays especially, keep that in mind as you're Yeah, No, forward. it's a very important thing to do. Like many hands make lighter work for you and also keep people from just wandering around and thinking, well, we have to have something to talk about, so let's bring up every silly thing that ever happened to us as kids or, you know, fight about such and such from, you know, 10 years ago. It really does help keep everybody sort of in their best frame of mind. But I couldn't agree more with you, Greg. These kids are 27, 30, and 32. They are not kids anymore, and it's time to let them know how you do want them to behave when they come and visit you because you want to have such an enjoyable time with them. All right. Well, we are taking your calls about stress, worry, or anxiety in this challenging season. We are here for you at 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Let's talk now with Jay, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Louisiana. Hi, Jay. Welcome to More to Life. What's going on? Jay, are you there? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. What's your question for yeah. us, Jay? Well, I'm uh, just going through a pretty difficult time. Uh, my wife was uh, diagnosed with MS, and she uh, she lost her. You know, her she had a really good job, and, and uh, she was able to maintain a little part time thing. But then her abilities declined to the point where she couldn't maintain her part time thing. And then uh, I was there, I was laid off a few years ago from my position of 12 years, but I was able, I'm able to do that myself. I'm able to do the work myself, but it's just different when you don't have a big sales team behind you and everything, so I'm not as steady. The bills are piling up, and she is mostly, it's mostly about her. She's just so down because she's lost so much and that we're going through this difficult time. She feels like it's her fault. Yes, and unfortunately, Jay, depression really is part and parcel with MS for so many people who are dealing with MS. And and and, and what and I what kind of support is she getting for that, or are the, are the two of you getting any kind of support for for dealing with the emotional fallout from the diagnosis? Um, well, she she checked into something, but she was uh, with uh, one of our priests and. Uh, he supposedly has somebody he knows, but really we, we haven't started anything. Okay. There well. are some wonderful MS support groups that are completely free where people really do help one another to know what the resources are and to be there for each other because they're all going through such a unique situation in life that, you know, they really understand each other better. So, you know, finding an MS support group in your area or even online through the National MS Society can be really helpful to make you feel less alone and find the support you need. Yeah, I don't know if you've been to nationalmssociety.org. That's uh, nationalmssociety.org. Um, but they they have a lot of online resources as well as referrals to local support groups where you know folks with families can support each other. I mean, in fact, you know, so Rachel 
Watkins, who is a regular guest on Fridays on our program, has been struggling with MS for years, and, and she shares her struggles being a mom of 11 um, with, with MS and, and, and the challenges there. So, uh, you know, I hope that you guys will, be tu- will tune in regularly to the program, especially on Fridays, to hear her segment. Um, but one of the things that she points out, too, is that, you know, there's about a 70% divorce rate with folks who are going through MS because of the stress on the families. And, and so that's why it's so important for husbands and wives and really the whole family to get whatever supports are available. Don't feel like you have to do this on your own or you should try to do it on your own. Or like there's no reason to get support because nothing can be done, right? Because that's another thing that a lot of patients with chronic illness will say. It's like, well, what's the point of talking about it? That's not going to make it any better. Uh, but in fact, it does um, because it's, it's good to know that there are people who are going through what you're going through. Sometimes you do get some tips that actually help you manage it more effectively, uh, and it helps you develop a community of support, uh, both for you and for your wife. So I really encourage you to go to nationalmssociety.org to find those local supports as well as the online resources. The other thing that I really, really strongly, strongly encourage you to be doing, Jay, is praying with your wife every day. It Most Catholic married couples... Do not pray with each other. They'll pray for each other. They'll pray individually. They'll sit side by side at Mass together. But they don't think to really stop and take their hearts to God every single day. And just talk to God together in your own words, praying for each other, for the concerns you have, for ways to make each other's days a little easier, more pleasant, no matter what you're going through, and really taking... Your marriage, your circumstances, the love you have for one another to the Lord and asking him to teach you what the steps he wants you to take that day are, even if they're tiny little steps. It really helps to really involve Jesus in every moment of your day together. Well, and and just to be clear, you know, when we say pray together... Um, whatever prayers you feel comfortable sharing are, 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 are beautiful and important. But in particular... I would really love it if you and your wife would just pray from your heart every day, in addition to whatever other devotionals you might have, um, where you're saying, you know, Lord, we just don't know what to do. We don't know how to deal with this. We don't know how to how to meet the bills. We don't know how to meet the the physical decline. We don't know how to stay connected to each other. We don't know how to support each other. We, we, we just are struggling. Help us to know how to respond to this in a way that will really help us be our best selves and love each other through it and and don't be afraid to tell them we're scared we're angry we're confused we don't know what to do take those feelings to him together because so often in marriage any marriage but especially a marriage where we're dealing with great stresses we're trying to protect each other we're trying to hold ourselves together we're not really sharing our feelings and we end up feeling even more isolated from each other and from God. Yeah. So, Jay, you know, again, you know, when 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 people are going through chronic illnesses or chronic stressors, they forget to pray, uh, and they often, you know, when people say that, you know, we roll our eyes and we're like, well, what? What again? What's the point of that? You know, it's not like, you know, my praying is going to make the thing go away, or you know, my it's not like you know, it's not going to make me feel better necessarily. It, it does. It makes a big difference because, again, you're bringing God into the situation. You're talking to God about how you can be there for each other. You're reminding each other that you're going through it together and that you love each other and that you want to be there. So the more you're praying from the heart, in addition to those other devotions that you might have a special uh, affection for, 
um, and really pouring it out there and being honest with God and letting and asking him, this is really important, asking him to teach you how to respond to it. Yes, of course, you can ask him to d- deliver you from it and pray for that miracle. But, but even more important is to ask him to teach you how to respond to the different struggles you're facing in your day-to-day life as you walk this really road to, you know, Calvary yourselves, you know, because God wants to teach you how to love each other through this and how to draw closer to him and each other through it. Give him that opportunity. Jay, thank you so much for the call. If there's more we can do for you, don't hesitate to reach out to us at catholiccounselors.com, but but especially do follow up with nationalmssociety.org and the resources that they have both online and locally. All right, we've got to go to break, but when we come back, we are continuing to take your calls at 877-573-7825. As we head out to our break, it's time for our scripture of the day, which comes to us from John chapter 14, verse 27. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give the peace the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Be not afraid. It's John fourteen twenty seven. Good words to go out on our break for. But when we come back, we are continuing to talk with you about how to hold on to your peace in challenging times. Stick around for that and a whole lot more when More to Life continues after the break. Would you get on a plane that doesn't have a pilot? Investing in passive index mutual funds may present the same issue. The Ave Maria mutual funds are actively managed by seasoned investment professionals to help you meet your investment goals in a morally responsible way. Ave Maria funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors could invest in the no-load Ave Maria Mutual Funds. You can learn more about the Ave Maria Mutual Funds at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. In a Facebook world, we can multiply virtual friends, and yet psychologists and sociologists tell us we have fewer and fewer actual friends. This is not good. We're made for friendship. Friendship with God, first of all, but secondarily, friendship with other human beings. Jesus calls his apostles friends. And when he faces his greatest suffering, he asks his inner circle of friends to come and pray with him in the Garden of Gethsemane. They come, but they fall asleep. Jesus isn't crushed when his friends fail to live up to his expectations. He doesn't withhold his love from them. He doesn't cast them away. Nor does he suffer their neglect silently. He confronts them. Couldn't you have prayed with me for an hour? Then he moves on to do the will of his Father in heaven. When friends let us down, as they will, we should follow the example of Jesus, lovingly confront them, but remember that they can never substitute for God, who stands ready as our ultimate friend. Cresta in the Afternoon, weekdays at 4 Eastern on EWTN Radio. Hi, I'm Al Cresta. Do you remember writing your Christmas wish list as a child? In developing countries like Haiti and Guatemala, children don't make Christmas lists, and they don't expect Christmas gifts. All their parents earn must go to food, shelter, and water. Can you picture the joy of surprising a child with their first Christmas gift? Send them a box of joy at boxofjoy.org. A rosary and the story of Jesus is included in every box of joy. Give today at boxofjoy.org. Want more tips for living a more joyful, abundant life through the gift of the theology of the body? Well, and follow us on Facebook at More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa, and on Twitter and Instagram at Catholic Counselors. We'll see you there. Thank you for joining us today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. Today on More to Life, our show is titled All Stressed Up and No Place to Go. 
Are you struggling with stress, worry, or anxiety? Is it related to this particular holiday season or just a constant undercurrent in your life? Either way, we want to help you calm your nerves and reclaim your peace. That number is 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Before we end our time together today, we wanted to make sure that we addressed a caller who called in but couldn't stay on. Her name is Susan, and she lives in Pennsylvania, and she said that she's anxious about the new Pope's, the Pope's new decision and how she can deal with her sister's gay daughter and thinks it's okay to get a blessing. And she's just very concerned, I think, especially as she has to deal with this as, as a family issue. So, And we've actually had about a half dozen calls on this throughout the course of the program today. Um, so we just wanted to take this before we leave. What she's referring to, of course, is the, the new document, uh, Fiducia Supplicans, uh, that was issued by the Dicastery for the Doctrine of Faith and approved by Pope Francis, that speaks about the possibility of blessing um, couples in irregular situations, including uh, gay couples and, and the like. Um, and I just want to, you know, clarify, because, you know, the secular press is reporting this as, you know, essentially Pope Francis is blessing gay marriage, and that is not the case at all. This was a document that really spoke about what the purpose of blessings are and the different kinds of blessings that are available to people and, and, and how the church can support people by giving blessings. You know, he talk, the document talks about, you know, very formal blessings like the, that occur in a liturgical sense, like marriage, for instance, uh, or other formal uh, events that occur at the church where blessings are conveyed for a specific state in life and then there are other kinds of blessings like you know after mass you go up to the priest and you say hey father could you give us a blessing for thus and such or could you you know could you bless me about this or that you know could you you know bless my rosary or bless whatever you know and and the which are a, a much less formal thing that are really open to anybody at any time and what pope francis says in this document is that yes even people who are in irregular situations can receive those kinds of blessings and the purpose of those kinds of blessings is to give people the grace that they need to lead more holy lives and to learn to love the way god wants them to and that is so that includes you know being challenged that the way that they're living is not necessarily reflective of the church's moral teachings um, I, I, I grant you that the, the press around this has not been clear at all, and I, I would also grant you that, the, that there should be more clarity uh, around this particular teaching. And, I'm, and I'm, I share your disappointment and frustration that it's not clearer than it is. But that's, that's the facts of the document, right? So there's nothing to really be stressed or anxious about because it's business as usual. Um, you know, anybody can receive a blessing at any time in this more informal sense, uh, and, and it is just requesting the grace to live a more Christian life and to learn to love the way God wants them to, uh, and, and we can all receive that blessing. This is not any kind of a, in fact, the Pope specifically says that, that gay marriage cannot be blessed by the church, that it's contrary to the teachings of the church, and that, there, that any, any informal blessing that's given should not uh, convey the sense that that somehow uh, this is a liturgical blessing of this particular relationship, whether that's, again, a gay, gay relationship or, um, you know, a couple cohabitating or any of those other thing, kinds of things. So it's, it's more of a formal document on, the, on what blessings are and, and who, who's a, who's a, who can receive them. But I agree, it's, it's been confusing for a lot of people, especially the, with the way it's been reported in the press. But there's nothing to be stressed, worried, or anxious about. What I would do is, is actually, if I were you, Google the document, Read it thoroughly so you know what you're talking about if you're pressed into talking about it. Refer your family members to the document so that they can read it for themselves. And then, in all honesty, change the subject. 
ask about your niece's life, ask about your sister's life, talk about other things. You are not appointed to defend the entire church and all of the faith over Christmas dinner or a phone call on a Saturday. Take a deep breath, point them into the direction of the document, and then just love them as you can. Susan, thank you, and, and all of the others who have called in on this particular issue. I hope that those will give you some some peace uh, about this particular topic. That's all the time we've got for today's program. If you're looking for ways to increase your peace, come on over to CatholicCounselors.com and check out the resources we have for you, including learning more about the Pastoral Solutions Institute's pastoral telecounseling practice, where you can work with a faithful, professional Catholic counselor to help you transform your marriage, family, or personal life in the light of God's grace. Again, that's CatholicCounselors.com. And then get out there and celebrate the life God has for you, because you know what? With His grace, there is so much more to life. Have a blessed day. You've been listening to More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa Popchek. More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and is carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Dan McGraw. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net.